0: When you get in connection to people who are doing the thing you want to do, you realize everything that you thought in your head, like maybe it's a little different. Maybe you don't need as much money as you think. Maybe it doesn't cost as much as you think. Like I had saved up six figures in order to buy property and put this big chunk of change down. Lo and behold, just through having conversations with other local investors, I found people willing to fund the entire deal. So I didn't even need to use my own funds. It gave me definitely the runway if we made a mistake, the cushion and the confidence to jump out there and do it. But I didn't need to use really any of it because I legit found a private lender locally who had done 100 flips himself, who would fund 100% of the purchase in the rehab as long as we were buying really good deals. And I was finding them.
1: Well, I'm excited to welcome into the show my brother, Mr. Andrew Lamb of Sober Living Riches. How are we doing, man? Doing well. Doing well. Glad to be here. Yeah. But we were just talking kind of before jumping on this and, you know, reminiscing a little bit on your real estate investing journey. I know when I met you, what is it? Three, four years ago? Probably, yeah, 2018, something like four that. Four plus years ago now? Yeah. Where, you know, when when you and I first started working together, uh, you know, coaching and consulting, you were wanting to, you're crushing it in real estate on the traditional side of things. And you really wanted to get more onto the wealth building side and generating more cash flow. And boy, have you cracked the code on the cash flow side, which we're going to be talking a lot about today because sober living homes, retirement homes, you know, a lot of those models in terms of kind of co living have become somewhat popular again, but not a lot of people do it right and not a lot of people do it the way you do it. So I'm excited to, uh, you know, get a little bit of a look behind the curtain here today. But for those don't know who you are and what your real estate investing and wealth building journey has looked like, rewind a little bit for us. Yeah. Um, so yes,
0: I've been in real estate as a, a real estate agent for 12 years. Um, this will be my 12th year. And 2015, 2016, started up a, a Keller Williams brokerage uh, in, in my town, Vacaville, California. And uh, we, we grew that, but we, the initial person we had leading that, we kind of stalled out at about 40 agents. So I took some time out of, uh, of my sales team to jump into growing the office and what's called the team leader role and grew it from about 40 agents to about 100. And in that process, that's where you and I met. Uh, so I was kind of grinding away. Uh, still had my sales team. I was out of production. My wife was still in the business, kind of running the show. Uh, but I was growing the office, and I knew I didn't want to stay on that uh, that path of you know having a a W two and having to clock in, clock out um, forever. I wanted to build real wealth. And two things happened. My uh, my mom and my grandmother both had health issues. They each had um, my, my grandmother had dementia. I got a call in the middle of the night saying I needed to fly out to North Carolina and get her or she was going to be put in a home and they were going to sell her house and deal with all of that stuff. Uh, so I booked a red eye paid with points, got out there and had to bring my grandmother to live with me. Um, and quickly we realized that's not going to work out. She was just, as far as um, the care she needed, it was too much for us with four little uh, three little girls at the time. Uh, now five today. <laughs> But uh, man, we we thought she was going to live with us, and after a week of her getting up in the middle of the night and getting angry in the evening, uh, just you know different stuff that you deal with, had to put her in a in a in a assisted living home. And the cost for somebody who is solely on social security is exorbitant. We had to you know make more money essentially, to be able to help provide for her and care for her um while also dealing with all the other stuff, selling a house from across the country, all those things. And then my mom soon after uh, had her own series of health setbacks and uh, had a series of strokes. And I ended up needing to really take time off and, and care for her and also move her from North Carolina to California. Uh, her and my grandmother are now roommates in assisted living. So it's odd how it worked out, but they are better together and it, it's great. But I learned quickly wealth, you know, can't, can't wait. Like stuff happens, life happens. Yeah. Um, I can't expect to one day, make a good amount of money to be able to provide for myself or my family or extended family
1: let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor are you struggling to close deals cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process and in many scenarios it's just wasting the time of both the buyer Forward slash Mindcast. That's LinkedIn.com forward slash Mindcast for a 60 day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to LinkedIn.com forward slash Mindcast and get started. So that's
0: where you and I started talking. I was like, I need to learn how to invest and like flip some homes and, and do something. You had a course on it. I called you up, you're local, you know, 30 minutes away from me. And it's not something you do often, but man, you partnered with me on that first deal. I saw the light and started just doing more of that. So thank you for being a part of that journey. You were instrumental and just seeing the way you run things. That's exactly how I run it today.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, you, well, one, you just, you you took action. That's one of the reasons, you know, I I love and respect you. Not only because you're an amazing father to five wild, amazing little girls, you're an amazing husband, you're super connected to your church and your community and, and beyond just, you know, being a badass in business, Um, you, you really are the definition of a whole life millionaire. You live intentionally and purposefully in all areas of your life. And you had this, you know, vision and this, really this purpose, which, you know, was kind of brought on by unfortunate events in your family to go out and figure out how do I create more wealth? More income, more stability. And after that first flip, I mean, you you just ran with it. You went and did all kinds of flips, still doing flips, but then you started going, okay, I want to really find a way to, you know, transition into this, you know, wealth-building vehicle of generating consistent monthly passive income. And you're doing it at a really high level now. And I want to talk about that. But I also for the people that are not necessarily active real estate investors yet but maybe they understand real estate investing or something about it they're attracted to it talk about that journey of like those failing forward moments and how challenging it is cuz i know i've got many of my own right where you just you get your ass kicked and you learn by being in the game and in the trenches with your sleeves rolled up but yep. so like talk about that journey for you and and some of the mental and physical roadblocks you had to overcome so people can understand and realize like there is light at the end of the tunnel, but it also is kind of a rite of passage, right?
0: Yeah, that's so true. I, I mean, the, the fastest way through that is to partner with somebody who has the knowledge, the skills, and the experience. So that's why we did that initially. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I felt stuck and like paralyzed in how to do it on my own. So, I mean, just getting in the room initially and and going to meetups, getting in in connection with people who are doing what you want to do is huge. Um, but aside from that, I mean, when I really started running full steam and, and focusing on investing more than, than even selling real estate, um, I did have to just jump in. And so I started off with, uh, analyzing deals. Like I analyzed a, at least a hundred deals before I jumped in on something. So I knew without a shadow of a doubt, like this is a deal, I can do this and wrote an offer side unseen and, and got it accepted. And, and everything was exactly as I thought it was. So I knew how to analyze a deal. I remember when you and I were talking initially and I didn't know anything about how to calculate anything. Um, I didn't know what spread was, what uh, after repair value was. And then I started railing off, Hey, I'm looking at this deal, looking at that deal. You're like, wait, who are you? (laughs) Uh, So that's a big part of it, right? Just getting the reps in and practicing. But uh, man, we did, uh, we did a deal in Napa We thought everything was going to be great. It was going to work out. It was outside of what our typical buy box is. Usually we're looking at three twos or bigger. This was a two one on a weird one way street. And it turns out location is everything. And uh, my first flip, I made 60 grand. First flip on my own. My, that flip in particular, like it took way longer than we thought. The city is a pain to deal with. Um, Inspectors and just like in general, the buyer pool. Uh, Is a bit more sophisticated there than in, in other areas where I flipped. They're asking all these questions wanting all these different things. And we just, we, I mean, we sold it for a hundred thousand less than we thought we'd sell it for. So it wasn't the big win I thought it would be. Now we underwrite really conservatively. We still made money, uh, probably made 14,000 on it, but it was not at all the home run we thought it would be. Yep. And you just, you learn. By yeah. doing that. So now there's things we put in place. So that never happens again. Uh, but you got to be willing to take some risk and just insulate yourself. Make sure it's a real deal. Because if I didn't buy with that much spread, initially, I would have probably lost my shirt on it.
1: Yeah, no, it is something that you, you gain ROI on those lessons, right? Because yeah. you just carry those forward. I think it's the people that either don't decide to jump in the game because of that fear that ultimately miss out on all of that upside and ROI. Or it's the people who hit those challenges and those roadblocks. And then they just kind of stop. And I know for all the failing forward moments, you know, when you fall flat on your face, it's like, okay, I got to make sure that I maximize the learning lessons that came out of this, which are all part of kind of climbing the ladder of success. And I think you brought up some important things there, though, is, you know, having clarity on a buy box, having a criteria of what your model looks like. And, you know, getting those reps in over and over and over again, it's like stepping into a batter's box. And the first time a pitcher throws something at you, it's a little, you know, it kind of takes you back a little bit. But then after seeing 100 pitches, you feel way more comfortable standing in there and taking some swings at it. And I think the other thing too, in the beginning, which is something I've always said, and it's something I've always done myself is, you know, if you're concerned of getting into maybe a new asset class or a new model or opportunity, really leaning into those relationships, right? And if you need a partner and you own half of a watermelon instead of, you know, 100% of a little shriveled up raisin or something that ultimately ends up being a big, you know, zero, that's a good way to hedge your risk, but also to bring value to somebody else, to expand your network, to get more lending or, you know, partnership relationships in place and ultimately tap into other people's wisdom, which can often give you a second set of eyes, more confidence, more resources. So I love that you brought that up because. I think that's just a great way to always segue into something new. And even as I consider myself a great real estate investor in flipping, but when I got into hotels, I was completely new in that space, right? And so I think it's as you branch into new opportunities, thinking about those kind of things is there's nothing wrong with that if you're going to play the long game with it, right?
0: Yeah, it's... um, <clears throat>
1: And I think the
0: When you get in connection to people who are doing the thing you want to do, you realize everything that you thought in your head, like maybe it's a little different. Maybe you don't need as much money as you think. Maybe it doesn't cost as much as you think. Like I had saved up six figures in order to, to buy property and put this big chunk of change down. Lo and behold, just through having conversations with other local investors, I found people willing to fund the entire deal. So I didn't even need to use my own funds. It gave me definitely the the runway, if we made a mistake, the cushion, and the the confidence to jump out there and do it. But I didn't need to use really any of it because I legit found a, a private lender locally who had done 100 flips himself, who would fund 100% of the purchase in the rehab, as long as we were buying really good deals. And I was finding them. I was even finding them on market. Yeah. So a lot of people say you can't find good stuff on the MLS. I found so many good deals. <laughs> like the first six or seven I did were all on the MLS. So... Uh, there's a lot of myths out there that just aren't true.
1: Yeah, that's such a good point. I know for, I mean, you've really become great at kind of breaking free of that myth of, I got to have all this money to now, you know, you and I were just talking a couple weeks back and I was telling you about a seller finance deal I was doing and you're like, oh, shoot, I should maybe present this to a deal that I'm working on right now where I'm gonna have to bring all this cash to the table Instead, I'm just gonna present the seller finance in this way and da 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 And you ended up getting that deal done, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Later that day, I think I texted you. They agreed. Like I didn't need 10% anymore. Like the seller covered it. And we closed and moved forward. So just learning how to even present those options, right? You just yep. you don't know what you don't know. Uh so having these conversations is huge. Um and I, I would say even knowing you has stepped up my network because I've been able to ask people around me. I started leading a local investor group, but I'm also now in GoBundance because you are, because you talk about it. And, and I, was, I was like, I want to level up my network too. Uh, and specifically doing this and, and after the pivot I made uh, back in 2021... Is what allowed me to even qualify for Gobundant. So I know we're probably going to talk about that in just a second.
1: Yeah, I was going to say talk about talk about that pivot, right? Of like going, okay, I'm flipping some houses, but I really want to start buying some assets, building a portfolio that generates passive income. Like, what did that story, you know, look like for you? And and how did you kind of lean into taking action on bringing it to life?
0: Yeah, it's um. So I love flipping because it does create such a massive windfall. Like you can get a really good amount of income immediately or within, you know, for us, 93, four months, 90 days. Um, but I, it's like getting on the hamster wheel. Like you get a deal done and then you're off searching for another deal and then another deal and another deal and you're not building true wealth. So I wanted to acquire assets and truly hold on to these properties. The first one I ever bought was like 370. And today is worth probably five fifty, five sixty, and I just look back like, man, why didn't I hold on to that? And I know in my mind because I had done this whole calculation on, you know, if I went X number of dollars per month, and to be able to retire, I'm going to need to buy X number of homes, which was like eighty properties cash flowing three hundred dollars a month, which is a lot of work, and like oh. that can overwhelm you. So I started thinking, especially in 2021 when I was flipping a couple of homes, rates were below three percent. I was like, how? do I hold on to these? I don't wanna flip them. They were mid flip and I was like, I don't wanna flip these, I don't wanna sell
1: Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Our sponsor today is Uplift Desk. Creators of the best office furniture designed to help you work better and live healthier. You can visit upliftdesk.com and use the code MINDCAST for 5% off your order. And if you sit all day long while you're at work and you've never tried a desk that can transition between sitting and standing, You got to, it'll be a complete game changer. My standing desk is by Uplift Desk. It's what I use every day to record the show, prepare the show, do all my office work. And I gotta say the transition from sitting all day to standing while I work at various times throughout the day has really made a noticeable difference for me. When I'm standing, I notice I'm way more focused and productive. I'm way more alert and I even have a little standing treadmill under my desk now which allows me to get some extra steps in while still plugging away on calls and getting work done keeps the blood flowing throughout the day which obviously can reduce all types of different health risks and repetitive strain and I've noticed that my posture has drastically improved since switching to an uplift desk as well because I'm not hunched over the computer all day and while there's a lot of options out there for you to choose from the reason I chose uplift desk is because of the quality it doesn't wobble it's completely stable it's built to last you can definitely tell based on the materials they use and they are customizable too which is really cool they let you build your custom dream desk by choosing over a hundred desktop choices and hundreds of accessories that you can build into the desk for your own perfect workspace and you can do that by using the really fun to use desk configurator and once you have your desk all designed and picked out you order it They ship it the same day, you get free shipping. They do free returns with free return shipping if something goes wrong. And the best part is they have an industry-leading 15-year warranty that covers the complete desk, which was a really big deal for me. It shows that they stand behind their product for at least 15 years. So to get yours, go to upliftdesk.com and use the code MINECAST for 5% off your order. That's U-P-L-I-F-T. Desk.com to get 5% off your entire order with the promo code mindcast. So
0: I just started asking questions and I I literally called our local shelter because I know that if I help more people, like I didn't want it to just be a traditional rental. I knew if I help more people, you get paid in proportion to the value you provide. So if I can provide value to more folks, not just a single family, maybe there's something better in it for me. Aside from just like the feel good, which is nice. Maybe I'll also do well financially. So I called the local shelter and just asked, do you have any need for a single family home? And I ended up talking with the director of the shelter and she happened to run uh, or be the chair of a program called uh, Housing First, which is a HUD program to transition people from homelessness to, to being housed. So it's Housing First. She introduced me to this whole concept of sober living, having an environment that is clean of alcohol and drugs and is a a safe place for people to get back on their feet, live with others. It's kind of a co-living environment and then eventually move on to permanent housing. And so being in that role, she introduced me to everyone I needed to know. She laid it all out. And it has become the thing that I live for at this point. We ended up turning the two that we were flipping into sober living homes. And oddly enough, while we were helping a ton of people and providing a place for literally folks who had nowhere else to go, they were living in their car, they were fresh out of jail or or rehab. So being able to do that also provided more than enough cash flow to completely cover the living expenses for my family. Uh, I mean, definitely the mortgage, but I mean, this cash flow is better than if the house was paid off already. So we found this perfect alignment of purpose and profit, and I just want to keep doing it. So we now have seven of those, and that year we we did five. We bought and rehabbed five properties, turned them into uh, sober living homes, and today we house over sixty men, women, and children, um, and provide a, a beautiful space. Like it fills them with dignity. Like the to, yeah. pe- to see the the tears in people's eyes when they walk in and see, you know, luxury vinyl plank fours and beautiful quartz countertops, brand new everything. Uh, they kind of break down. Like I've gotten so many hugs and so many just uh, tears of joy. And and that alone could, um, could do it for me. But I love the fact that it also takes care of my family and I'm able to provide and, and cover, you know, the expenses for my mom and grandmother. Like it's just been the perfect thing. And so now I actually teach other people how to do this across the country because it's a really simple pivot. You don't need a license. You don't need a certification. You just need a big heart and you know maybe a little cushion of savings because you're, you're probably going to be covering costs for a month or two. But man, you can turn a, a rental from cash flow and just a few hundred dollars to several thousand dollars every single month and help a ton of people.
1: Yeah, dude. I, when, you, when you started sharing this with me, I was like, oh, dude this this is a model that you need to really lean into because it really is like 10x of everything you've been talking about wanting to do right and i love that it's it checks all the boxes of it's an asset financially you get you know the cash flow and the benefits from it from a tax perspective but then on the other side of things you really get to make a difference in people's lives and and really impact your community i know that's something big for you and i know that's something big for a lot of people right like why I love hotels is I love creating experiences and memories for people. It checks all the traditional real estate boxes and the tax stuff, right? And the cash flow, but at the same time like it's it's something that goes beyond just a financial gain and the asset that generates wealth can also generate experiences and memories, which in my opinion is another form of wealth. And I know what you're doing is you're literally changing and transforming people's lives and making a difference in your community and I know for a lot of people that's why this model is so attractive, right? And yet, not many people understand how to kind of navigate this world or what it really looks like. So I'd love for you to maybe talk a little bit about, maybe just talk a little bit about the actual like financial side of this model and how amazing it can be, one, for the investor. And then maybe we can talk a little bit more about you know, some of the systems and processes and what operations look like in terms of managing these types of properties. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, financially, let's just take an
0: example because I have a, a home that was my first home I ever bought, twenty seventeen. Um, we got renters in there because a year later we bought a bigger place, thinking you know my my grandmother would move in, and so we turned that home. Well, so that home was a rental, and it was earning honestly a really good cash flow, six hundred dollars a month in cash flow. Not bad, especially here in California. Right.
1: Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network
0: But we knew after we had several other of these homes that we could turn this into a sober living home and cash flow way more. So today, that home cash flows over eight thousand dollars a month, Insane. every single month. <laughs> like, like that's the minimum, um, and that's not even being a hundred percent full. So every time I do the calculations, I never bet on like full occupancy. There's always vacancy involved. But even with some vacancy, like we will cash flow well over six thousand dollars on most of our properties every single month. Um, so it's a huge opportunity. And so it more than covers the debt service. So we do have a loan on it. Uh, and more than covers the utilities. We do take care of utilities. We furnish the property, but it doesn't have to be, you know, like Airbnb status. We're putting two beds to a room. Um, we're putting, you know, furniture, meaning, uh, TV, fi washer and dryer, kitchen table, couch. Uh, we, we try to get high quality stuff. That's going to last a long time. Uh, and then typically we're remodeling the property too. Not everyone has to do that, but that's something that we know helps our home stand out. And it's a sense of pride we have in providing that to our to our folks. Um, so, but I can furnish a home for less than $3,000. Like I know where to go to get the furniture, to get the dishes, to get, you know, this and that. So that we can get a home started really quickly. And within 90 days, fill up and be cash flowing, you know, well, a lot of money, close to 10 grand a month. Uh, occasionally, like we have a property with three units that does do over 10 grand a month. So it, it's a great way to turn real estate into more than just a uh, get rich later. Like I know a lot of people, right? And I read the book, Hold, it's up here. Jim and Linda McKissick, amazing people who bought homes in the 90s, put 20% down, put them on 15, 20 year notes, but made no money until those were paid off in 20 years. Yep. Now I'm making more money currently Than if the home was paid off, and I don't have to wait 20 years, 30 years for the tenants to pay it down. Like it's happening now. So I've been able to literally step back from my other businesses, never have to have a job again, and just
1: focus on this because it's created freedom in my life. I love that. I mean, and it gives you so many options, right? To either take those profits, reinvest them into future properties, take those profits, you know, snowball the debt down faster. And ultimately, it allows, I know for a lot of people, depending on what market you know you are investing in, and you know where the listener is tuning in from, a lot of people are going, "Man, I can't find good cash flow in my market. And I don't want to have to go out of state, or I don't want to have to do, you know, all of these things to just find a little more cash flow that makes sense for me." And this is that model that ultimately solves a big need in a community for people that really need it. And obviously, we can talk a little bit more about. The rules and regs and how to keep things safe and all that kind of stuff, the systems behind it. But it allows you to take properties, especially in a state like California, which you're lucky if you can get a couple hundred bucks in cash flow, you know, and you get rich way later down the road and you're just banking on appreciation versus I can make great cash flow, not even good cash flow, great or amazing cash flow today and get the benefits of the upside and the wealth building along the way. Yeah, it's um. So
0: yes, there's there's rules and stuff, but yeah, it's what it's been able to do for me to turn um this long term plan into something that literally within a year changed my life and added a million in net worth to my to my balance sheet. Yeah, I mean we were creating equity because we were buying fixers, so we had this perfect storm of uh, value add plus high cash flow. And we were able to refinance out of the hard money into, and and, right, and didn't even use my own cash. Refinance out of private loans into long-term 30-year fixed notes um, and still make really good money today. So it's a huge opportunity. And if somebody already owns a a rental, um, or maybe even, and I've had people approach me about this, in a rent-controlled area. Yeah. um, There's some pretty cool things you can do with this uh, to make it so that it's very low risk. You don't have to deal with the regular hassles of having a, a... single family, long-term rental. Um, but you can have the cash flow of almost short-term rentals or more uh, without all the, you know, the headaches and the constant moving in and moving out and paying cleaners and all that stuff. So happy to talk through that too. I mean, we have rules, we have a chore schedule. We It's very clear what someone needs to be doing to move into one of our spaces.
1: Yeah. Talk about that a little bit in terms of, you know, I, I think maybe one of the myths in this model that a lot of people have is like, oh, you got you know, criminals and druggies coming in and out of your house and, you know, neighbors are going to be up in arms and it's going to be a complete, you know, shit show versus, no, there's a right way of doing it and there's systems and there's, you know, rules and there's responsibilities that come along with being in one of your houses. Maybe just give a high level overview of some of those things.
0: Yeah, Um, so I will have the, I will say the, the caveat of, I didn't do it right the first time because I had no idea what I was doing. This was a whole new world to me. This was a demographic that in my town, I didn't even know existed. And very quickly, I had four or five homes full of people in my city that I never knew needed something like this. So there's, I mean, there's probably an opportunity wherever you live in the country. Um, But the biggest thing is we now set expectations and have standards and rules that are very clear upfront to prevent anything bad from happening. Everyone has to be a really good neighbor. Like they can't just loiter out front. If they're going to smoke, if they're going to hang out, it's got to be in the backyard. Um, There's cameras everywhere. So I implemented security cameras on every single exit to make sure I knew who was coming, who was going and protecting the people who are in our homes. Part of that was also where the only locations that really allow kids. Um, So we have a place for single dads, usually reserved like the master bedroom for for a single parent. Uh, in our male homes. And then we have a woman and children's house as well. So, just to make sure the kids were safe, I wanted to make sure there were cameras in the main living spaces and on every exit so we knew what was going on. Um, and then it's, we have a chore schedule. So, literally everyone has a job to do. They have to contribute to taking care of the home. They take care of it honestly like it's their own. They do a really good job. They maintain the yard. Um, it's It's honestly probably less work for me. Than if I did have an Airbnb and oh, I get yeah. to contribute to people, help them build life skills, teach them I mean we have some kind of sometimes we have funny conversations like, "Oh no, honey, I bought you pine saw last week. You shouldn't be out of it now. like we got to teach you how to like dilute that <laughs> and, yep. and, and real life skills uh, we're teaching people how to go shopping, manage a budget, uh, how to cook, like we have folks who like we have partnerships in the community to where we can go and get as much food as we can possibly use from local food banks. And then we get to teach them how to create a menu and how to cook for people. And so it's it's way more than just providing housing, um, just to provide housing. Like yeah. We truly want people to get on their feet and move forward. But not everyone does that. That's just what we do to stand out. There are other homes similar to this. And again, I never knew they existed before I started it. Uh, but we kind of became the go-to place. For For the local government programs or nonprofits to send people, because we do such a good job and we really take care of our people. just last weekend, we took um, leaders inside of our houses so we identify in each location who is the most responsible, who's trustworthy, who's got more clean time, maybe than anyone else. And we try to work with them, especially as they're coming off of programs that would be funding their stay. They're starting to pay out of pocket. Uh, we would love for them to stay and be like a responsible part of our community and and help lead Uh, because having that, like that stair step of, okay, you came in and you were just somebody who shared a room, but now we trust you. We give you some authority and you've earned some respect. You've earned our trust. Let's move you up here to now you're, you have some responsibility. Um, they really take that to heart. Yeah. Cause it's been a long time since someone really trusted them. So, uh, they're people who oversee their eyes and ears, but also they help their house run smoothly. They monitor the chores, all that stuff. So we just took those guys out to a Giants game. Completely paid for them. They got to bring their kids. For some nice. of them, it was the first time in years that they've been able to hang out with their kids without some kind of monitored, supervised visit or something like that. So this, this, I think in order to do this, I mean, you could be somebody who just wants to slam people in into houses and, and collect a check. But I think to do it right, you really have to have um, a heart behind it and care about people. Maybe that means I go a little bit, you know, too far, or or have a little bit too tied uh, my heart tied in a little bit too much at times. Uh, but I, I wouldn't do it any other way because we see the change. We have the reports of people telling us that you know so and so would be dead if we didn't give them an opportunity, if we didn't give them a bed, if we didn't give them a second or a third chance after they relapse, which relapse is part of it. But as long as they're not doing it in the home it's really easy for them to go to detox, go to a separate facility where they can detox, maybe with uh, you know, medical-assisted treatment, and then come back and have a safe place again and realize we're not going to give up on them. And we've had so many stories of people doing that, coming back and then being clean for eight months and moving on to permanent housing and you're really getting their life right. So I know we're doing the right thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's what makes you guys an outlier in this space and why... You know, the partners that you work with in the community who bring you guys the candidates, and we can talk a little bit more about that on how you filled the the houses, um, is what separates you guys, right? Is you you talked about this is real estate investing, but with a heart behind it, because you're really making a difference in people's lives. You're not just collecting a monthly check from them and saying, Hey, call me when you need something. Like you're really, this is a business model around an asset that obviously has a very large upside and ROI to it, but it requires a little bit of a different approach. And that's why I think you guys are just absolutely crushing it is because you're doing it with purpose and intention beyond just collecting a you know, monthly mailbox check from these individuals. So talk a little bit about that, right? How, how do you fill you know these beds, the houses? You know, What's the screening process look like? Because I think a lot of people are going, well, how do you find these people? Am I you know, putting an ad up on Craigslist? Am I hiring a property manager? Like, what does this look like? Yeah. Uh, so starting off, it was, you know, I was trying to find a way to fill out homes. I had a
0: 10% hard money loan I needed to pay. So I was putting, you know, ads on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and and really bringing in anyone I could. And I learned that was the wrong way to do it because I didn't know how to ask the right questions. I didn't know how to screen people. Uh, maybe they, didn't, they weren't in an outpatient program and didn't have additional help and support. Uh, and so I had to deal with people... Drinking and dealing with you know drunk or high or kind of crazy people. Uh, in the first three months, I was doing this on my own. I learned. I hired somebody uh, local who's like had their own place for eight years, and I was like, "Teach me, please. I need to learn how you do this." And uh, they came in and gave me the right set of rules. Uh, how to told me how to set up chores. Told me how to do an intake, what questions to ask. So now. We, it's really easy for us to get started in a, in a location. We know how to scrub and, and create a list of all the nonprofits, all the government organizations that deal with transitional housing or sober living, things like this. And we know all the keywords to search for. We create a spreadsheet. We end up doing a blast email to them all to verify the list. And then we call through and we introduce ourselves and we tell them our heart behind it. And, and that's what gets us full within like a 90 day period. Um. I just did this in Southern California, in Riverside and San Bernardino, a list of 250 people, Uh, 200 of them were verified. And literally the same day I reached out, I got a call with a placement. So it's definitely possible to to fill up pretty quickly. That's how we do it. I think market research is key, but you got to reach out to the people who um, either are dealing with this population all day, every day. Calling a local shelter like I did initially is probably the easiest way because they know all the the ins and outs and the right pieces. There's also usually some kind of a local committee on homelessness. So whether that's like the continuum of care or some kind of nonprofit that deals with getting people housed, those are the people you want to talk to. So that's that's what I did. Uh, It ended up working really well. We locally have uh, four or five county programs that do pay for people to be in our homes and pay far better than most people can pay out of pocket if they're just on SSI or something. So that works out really well for us because those programs trust us. Uh, The only thing is they pay in arrears, right? It's almost like a hotel. We want to see how long they stayed and then invoice and charge at that point. So, but they pay more and it's worth it to get paid in arrears that way.
1: Well, I know a lot of people are going to have a lot of questions and a lot of interest in this particular model. And outside of you doing this for yourself, talk a little bit about what Sober living riches is and, and what's the purpose behind it? Yeah. So I ended up uh, just by talking about this, getting
0: um, a ton of Facebook messages, Instagram DMs, uh, emails, phone calls of people asking, Tell me more about that. Like you just blew my mind. Like you went from 600 to 6,000 to 8,000 a month in cash flow just by this one little tweak. And it didn't require a license or a certification. like what? Uh, so, after feeling all of these questions and trying to figure out like how do I even fit this into my day, I created a simple program. So there's a you know six modules of literally how to start from what location to pick, like what what type of home makes the most sense, all the way through um, the security, the the locks that we use so that we can assign someone a code and it's automated versus having to deal with keys and all of that. Um, everything we do, all the ins and outs, our rules, our tour, tour stuff, um, step-by-step step, how I hired a manager so that I spend less than 10 hours a week in this now. And the manager handles just about everything else. Uh, so after f- feeling all those questions, I even brought in my CPA, brought in my house manager to answer questions. So we have it now at soberlivingriches.com. It's all fully built out and you can, you know, get guidance on how to do this yourself and have access to me in a private community of other like-minded people doing it as well.
1: Well, we'll be sure to link all of that up in the show notes dot millionmindcast.com on Andrew's episode. Brother, I just want to give you I mean, I've always been a fan and a cheerleader of yours. I think, you know, seeing what you've done and the action you've taken is is just amazing and it's only a, a, a in my opinion the beginning of what you're you're building and doing. So Super excited for you, super proud of you, and and just grateful to to know you, man. You're an awesome dude, great dad, amazing leader, and uh, I'm really excited to see how many lives Sober Living Riches touches, not just for the investors themselves, but the ripple effect it has in communities all across the country. I think this is a model that uh, is going to make a pretty big ripple effect and difference in a lot of people's lives. So keep it up, and thanks for coming on Millionaire Mindcast today. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Um, if you want to get a free masterclass on how to start all of this on your own, um, you can go to soberlivingriches.com. There's a one hour training that literally answers a ton of questions on how to get started. I've gotten a lot of feedback that that's been super valuable. And then uh, if you're somebody who already has a location, like has a rental, and you're thinking of how can I partner with somebody who like, maybe you don't have time or energy or anything. You just want to double or triple your cash flow by, by having somebody else come in and operate. We're starting to do that too. And you can go to soberlivingriches.com slash partner and learn what that looks like. Or even if you just want to fund more deals, help provide more housing uh, like this across the country. Um, Same spot, soberlivingriches.com slash partner to learn what it looks like to be a private lender and help us provide more housing to more people. We're trying to go from seven to 70 locations
1: in the next two years. Andrew Lamb, thanks for coming on the show, brother. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview. And if you did, all I ask is that you take two minutes and leave a review in iTunes, whereby doing so you're also gonna get entered in to win a $100 gift card. Don't forget to share this episode out with somebody else that may need to hear it or may get some value from what was talked about in today's interview. And for those of you who are really looking to accelerate your wealth building journey, you wanna unlock more financial freedom, you wanna get more time back, or maybe you just wanna level up your life, your business, your finances, be sure to head over to MillionaireMindcast.com and check out all the amazing products and resources that we have for our Millionaire Mycast family, whether that's one-on-one coaching with me, mastermind events, downloads and checklists, the rich life planner for those of you looking to take your goal setting and productivity to the next level. We've got all kinds of great, valuable tools. So be sure to check those out at millionairemindcast.com. And last but not least, if you're not on my weekly text letter and you want to be the first to know of exclusive updates and offers in addition to behind-the-scenes access to a lot of the stuff that I'm doing, that I'm investing in, be sure to join by texting the word NOTES to 844-447-1555. With that being said, thanks for listening today. Until next time, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your march to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends.